0: yes people what the hell is going down welcome to a new episode of echoes from the goddamn void it's another week and uh yeah we gotta talk about the shit that's happening right so um we're gonna do what we've been doing so let's get into things and uh yeah We ain't pulling punches, baby. It's really crazy when you look at certain things and realise... People don't learn. Like, people really don't learn from past bullshit. Okay, so... I don't... I have no clue. Like... How this all happened, you know. What I mean, but yesterday it seems um, people have started to come out calling Crystalia a paedophile and a sexual predator, and yet all these articles are appearing on. Like, news... Supposed news websites. And it's... Shocking. Like... No evidence. There is no evidence. I don't even think there's an investigation. But all of a sudden... It's just like... Oh, yeah, no, Dalia's guilty. Delia's guilty. And it's just like... Wait... What what research have you done other than look on Twitter? Looking on Twitter is not research, Yareen. You know what, I mean? what the fuck? And I think people don't understand what the term pedophile means, because there's like a, there's a twenty one year old. Who's trying to get in the mix of all of this And it's just like Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on That's not paedophilia, you're 21 Like, what? Yo, it's so baffling And when you look at it It does seem like there's something going on Right? Because Wait for everything to be coordinated Because that's what it looks like It's coordinated So right, why Why all of a sudden Have all these people decided to uh, do this Now the world is kind of opening up Comedy clubs seem to be You know Opening up and that kind of stuff Is that it? Because you know we've been sitting in fucking lockdown for months, and yeah no no word of this then, but as soon as you're in places uh you know opening their doors, where you trying to shut people down, like I don't understand a lot of this stuff you know it, it it's it's a weird situation. Right, because, look I have I know it's different from state To state in the US But I know for a fact In England, 16 is Legal, right And that's not to say Like you want to mess with a 16 year old, but 16 Is legal Right, and I do believe It is, 16 is Legal in play you know states in the US too. Uh so yeah having people come out and say a lot of these things and also we're see there you know when these screenshots are coming up like right, we're only seeing like things from delete we're not seeing the full conversation firstly and If you've got Photoshop... You can edit all of that shit. You know what I mean? So it's just like... I'm not believing everything I see on fucking Twitter... When it, like, pertains to something like this. That's insane. Right? And if these things are happening... Go to the police. Right? If if these people are saying they've got this hard evidence... Go to the police... Talk to them. It uh, so there's this site called C C N um, and they put this piece up, right? But again, they you know there's no there's no research being done, right? And they're just talking about this, and it's funny because the, the way they're talking is like um oh yeah, no one in the comedy world like is shocked that Dalia is being accused of being a sexual predator and a pedophile. Like, comed- comedians are even piling in. And, and it's like, firstly, right, some of the stuff that I've seen is straight up jokes. They're like, they're not piling in, they're not accusing Dalia. People have made jokes, which, yeah, that's what people will do make jokes. And they give examples of um, comedians who are going against Dalia, one of them being like Amy Miller. Amy Miller is a motherfucking troll. <laughs> Uh, you know you know what I mean? It's like she's a straight up troll. I, I I've seen her comment on so much stuff and make up a lot of fucking stuff. You know, it's like, yeah, I, I I wouldn't be classing that as a comedian coming, you know what I mean, like coming at you. And, you know, the, yeah, this article is like, um, oh, someone from, um, you know, America's got talent. <laughs> Just like, and? And, like, you know, I, I think a big thing you need to find out before, like, all of these statements are made, right? Do these people like Dalia? Because straight up, you've got, yeah, I've always hated D'Elia, and I'm glad this is, you know, finally coming. And it's just like, wait, 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 you, you're just biased. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you still want to see some fucking research done. Like, one person, an Alex Hooper, wrote, years ago on TV, Christie D'Elia told me I was a fucking weirdo. I now know it's because my fiancé is the same age as me. And it's just like, what? Like, huh? That is ridiculous. It's just moronic things that people are, are saying and trying to think. Like, there's one article where someone's saying that, um, uh, I think it was a 21-year-old, and she's like, um, oh, yeah, uh, I messaged Chris DeLibs. I knew he was in Vancouver and said, do you want to meet up? And he said, yeah. Uh, so we arranged to meet at a bar. He, I then get a text saying, oh, meet at my hotel bar. I could predict what was going to happen, but I went anyway. And it's just like, if that was the case... Right, firstly, what like there's people use Tinder like that, so you know what I mean, it's just like, look, you can't be oh, I'm fine with people going on Tinder right, and just trying to hook up it and then be mad at people for like using other things to try and hook up like. You mean you 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 can't go? It's fine. Oh, now it's not fine. You just have to be. If someone wants to hook up, just say you don't want to hook up. It's as simple as that, right? Like you mean? Where's the? (sighs) Like there's there's no sense in, you know, oh this is evil. This is bad. It's just like look. If someone just wanted a hookup, you know, they're in town for a few days, whatever. If it's not your thing, you just don't do it. But then to cast that person and go, oh, yeah, obviously, by these actions, they're the. No, doesn't mean that at all. And the other thing being, how the fuck do we even know this is true? Yo, people, there's a lot of people writing these stories going, oh, yeah, like, three years ago, um, oh, he said this to me, and um, blah, 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 and it's just like, "Well, wait, wait, where's, how do we know that is true? And, and the other thing, this is the thing that I don't get right now, okay, when the Me Too movement hit, right, and... You had a lot of people coming out and going, oh, finally, I can say something. You know, finally, I you know what I mean? With all these people coming out, I feel comfortable talking about what happened to me. And I get the whole thing, right? It can be scary talking about stuff. You know, like not knowing, at, like... <sighs> Am I the only person this happened to? And was it my fault? Did I lead someone on? Blah blah blah. Right, I get all of that, but what is odd, right? You had all of these people coming out then, then nothing, and I don't mean nothing. But what I what I mean is right. You have all of these people now. Suddenly you know talking all of this when it's just like okay why didn't you like there's been plenty of, of other occasions for people to come out with this information, right but they didn't and now you're you're, you're saying it now they, like there's no logic to it it doesn't make any sense and as well, again, there's no evidence there is straight up no evidence, sending you know, some supposed emails like, and with the emails, right, a lot of it has been blacked out, so we don't know if at the end of the word it's it could have fan, it could have, like, how do we even know, like, does this woman posted associated screenshots of some emails, right, but again, no context to it, but just posted these two emails, and it's just like, yeah, we don't know if they were actually from him, and we don't know what led up to this thing, but, yeah, Onto those emails, right? One's like, do you want to meet up tonight? And supposed Dalia's response is, yes, can we make out? Like, and the thing with that as well, look, I can imagine saying that to be funny, right? If If you're joking around with someone... And then, like um, and you just like yeah, and let's make out. Yeah, you know I mean? you're fucking around. That doesn't mean if like there's no context behind a lot of the shit that's being said, and it is odd. People are now also posting like things he said on his podcast or jo- or, or parts of jokes, and it's just like. Do you not understand that that is being said to invoke laughter? That isn't a declaration. Like, what? So, I I just think it's very... It's inflammatory. Like, posting stuff like this when there is no evidence... Right, just people saying stuff doesn't mean it is true Right, because I think we've seen Especially from the last few weeks uh, There's a lot of lies You know what I mean? There's a lot of fucking lies that get said So to, um, you know take, like, disgruntled people's words and go, oh yeah, no, that's all, yeah, yeah, no, that's all true, what, like, uh, it's hilarious, right, so, Laurie Kilmartin, like, she wrote, um, just remember how Conflicted the comedy community Was over Louis CK Because many of us liked Him and his act I'm looking but I see no Conflicts on Twitter today Right that's just from someone That clearly doesn't like Dalia. Which is you know Fine you can have your Opinion you can Gloat but That statement means Nothing You know what I mean? It is... This is just fucking crazy. And at the bottom of this article on CCN, it says, the opinions expressed in this article do not necessarily reflect the views of CCN.com. It's just like, well, maybe... Before you put something up, do some motherfucking research. Do some goddamn like that's it. Just do some research. God damn it. It's not that difficult. Yo? Yeah? Like if these claims are true, surely, surely they'd be going to the police. Or you know, even if you can't go to the police because, say, you know, too much time has gone, you would, pu- you you could do a uh, civil fucking lawsuit or something. But I don't see any of that. So, yeah, I do. I do think this is just bullshit. You know. So yeah, fuck all this shit. Right. Like, just people coming out making, oh, yeah, someone told me. It's like, doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. And how the fuck can we trust you? Because if you have been, you know, sitting on this information for so long, what does that make you? Yeah? What does that make you? God damn it. It's just fucking, like, with Everything going on Right You see shit like this And you're just like People are still shit People are still Just straight assholes It's insane Okay so as we've been doing You know what Let's change the focus right, because we got to talk about, you know, what's going down, you know, it's happening people, there's, you know what I mean, no, there's no getting around it, right, and and people want to act like stuff is changing and, you know, a difference is being, it's not, okay, let, let, let's figure this shit out, it's not, it's not yet. And it's not going to for a long ass time. So yeah, let's get into some things because hey, some shit has been happening. And some important shit. You know, people have used their voice. And yeah. I think that's a step in the right direction. So um, yeah, let's let's look at this shit. Let's talk about, you know, some realness, alright? Alright, so this is kind of crazy, right? So, um, you know, everyone's trying to do their, their public bit, let's just say, right? So, NASCAR came out and said that they are going to ban the Confederate flag from all NASCAR events, right? So, they're banning the flag and... If people want to kneel during the national anthem, they're not going to go against that. So people can, you know, the uh, you know, silent protest during the anthem, and they're going to ban the flag. Now, a, a driver and team owner, Ray Cicerelli. He wasn't happy, (laughs) you know what I mean, he was uh, not happy about, uh, yeah, the whole flag thing, right, so, um, yeah, he came out and said, well, it's been a fun ride and dream come true, but if this is the direction NASCAR is headed, we will not participate after 2020 season is over, I don't believe in kneeling during the anthem, nor taking people's right to fly whatever flag they love, I could care less about the confederate flag, but there are people that do, and it doesn't make them a racist, all you're doing is fucking one group to cater to another and ain't spend the money we are to participate in any political bs so everything is for sale so it is kind of crazy right the fact he's like i don't care about the flag yeah but you want to make this stand for the flag right and um so since he said all this Right? Chip is obviously people gonna go, huh? What's going on? And he's just like, oh, my, my Facebook post was misconstrued. Right? I'm not a racist. Right, he's like, um, I don't regret my feelings of believing in the national anthem and standing. I don't like the fact that I was misconstrued about defending the Confederate flag. Was in no way, shape, or form was I defending the Confederate flag. You kind of were defending the flag, right? To say that you feel that people Should be able to have the flag You're defending the flag And I will say Yeah I am sure There is a lot of people out there That don't understand What the flag is Right But I kind of feel that Anyone that then finds out That they'd be like You know what I don't I'm gonna, yeah, I'm not Gonna wear the flag I, I need to get rid of that flag You wouldn't wanna kind of You know, participate In that shit <laughs> So, you know what I mean There's that So yeah, I I'm, I'm, I imagine Not everyone with the flag is racist But Do you really wanna be associated with that flag? And to be like You know Oh, you're you're doing You you, you know, you're just catering to one group (laughs) Uh, At the expense of another Oh, right, yes So the people that don't want to be reminded of racism People that get racist shit thrown at them every day And just don't want to see that thing that was, you know A symbol of a straight up group of racists Yo, there's know, hey, they were racists Yo, know, the people back during the war, like, they were racists They all wanted fucking slaves <laughs> So, yeah, it's kind of as simple as that You know what I mean? Like, you can't deny the truth of it all It was that fucking symbol Jeez And um Yeah so But now he's saying After like oh yeah I'm leaving I'm selling to my team All of this Now he's like oh you know what I'm I'm still considering whether I will (laughs) Just like what Huh And all of this is kind of odd Right because I um a flag guy, right, so a guy that, I'm i am assuming when they said flag guy, they're meaning the checkered flag, right, so a, a guy that does this, he posted some unsavory things, and NASCAR got rid of him, right, they're like, yeah, we're not, uh, we don't want to be associated with that, so you kind of feel, right, with all of that you you hey and you know i'm not I don't believe in people getting cancelled and all of that, but if that is nascar's policy, then i I'd say you don't first of all you you wouldn't let Cicerelli you know renew his license for next year. I'm surprised they'd even gonna let him continue to race this year. There's hey, I believe it was NASCAR that sacked one of their drivers because he um yeah, he dropped the N-word on Twitch. So you know what I mean? they do need to be fucking consistent about their whole policies and everything. Yo? Know? You're you either in it or or just stop stop messing around. You know what I mean? you can't be like yeah we support Black Lives Matter, but then just be like yeah but this one's fine. We'll let this this situation go. But that, not that one. You know what I mean like wh- what's going on NASCAR? What the fuck is going on? Right, make a motherfucking stand if you're in it, if you're about change. Yeah, stand the fuck up. It is funny, right? So, you know, kind of leading on from the flag. That, uh, you know, everything going on, right? And you think if, if someone just stepped up, right? If someone stepped up and enforced... Just enforce the law. Yeah, there's all these people getting away with bullshit. Just enforce the motherfucking law. But no, don't, won't do it. Right? You've got Trump like calling protesters, peaceful protesters, like enemies of the state and all of this. So he's quick to do that. But not make any fucking changes, but he's now come out and said, right, because US soccer overturned a ban on um, players being able to kneel during the anthem, right, um, so they did that, and the NFL have said that They are fine with people making uh, peaceful protests. And um, yeah, so (laughs) Trump has um, said that if these people kneel, he's not watching. Yeah. Yeah, Jerry, it's just like, do something, motherfucker. You're you're the motherfucking head honcho Do something Because it's clear why people want to kneel I think everyone has made that pretty fucking clear They are kneeling because of police injustice Because of all the killings That's it. So, hey, how about rectify that? How about make that change? How about when the police try and cover all of this shit up, you make wholesale changes? Clear the bureaucracy. Clear the BS. Then no one's going to be kneeling. You yeah, because you've helped try and start with fixing the issue. Because, look, I don't think, yeah, it's going to get fixed overnight. All right, But you can make inroads into the situation. So, hey, why don't you do that instead of, you know, grandstanding and making your just ridiculous ridiculous statement, because, hey, who gives a fuck, who gives, and, do you think, right, these players during the games are thinking to themselves, oh, wonder if Trump's watching today, ah, gonna play my A game, because Trump might be watching, no one gives a fuck, right, so, Hey, you want to send out a tweet saying, Oh, I'm not going to be watching NFL or US soccer. (sighs) Right? Yeah, good on you. Feel proud of yourself, son. Because no one gives a fuck. Right? Do what your job is. Make motherfucking change. Alright, so I don't know if anyone's seen this, but a, a video was circulating, um... And it was from X Factor, the UK singing talent contest thing. I think, I feel that's what it is, right? Uh, But yeah, so there was a girl on it called um, Misha, Misha B. And after she sang, right, you had a couple of the judges, like, Just attack her Like one (laughs) This Louis Walsh Right He starts off praising her Saying she's talented But then it's just like Oh but um yeah You're probably a bit too feisty You probably want to tone that down Trying to break down the character Which Look we see that All the time Right Oh, you're being too loud. Oh, you're you know hearing I like all of this shit. It's just like, stop it, stop it, you know. But so we see that then, this Taloosa, like who wasn't an incredible singer in her own right, but for some reason, she's a judge on this show. And she attack like she's like oh, I've been I've been told that you've been bullying people backstage, and it's just like wait what the fuck are you saying? You know what I mean something that you know normally would have been addressed backstage, like you know what I mean? that kind of thing wouldn't be addressed on stage, and as far as I'm aware. Right, that's never been done Right, they don't do, they wouldn't do, they've never done it to anyone else So, like, that went down And it was only uh, Kelly Rowland and Gary Barlow That stood up for this girl And uh, so now, like, this video went round And You had Talusa come out and say, oh, that she's not racist, right? That the attack had nothing to do with race. And she hasn't got a racist bone in her body. Which, yeah, like a racist isn't going to come and go, yeah, you got me. (laughs) ate those darkies. God damn it. Uh, You foiled me this time. No. Obviously not. You're gonna deny it, but the, the the crazy thing about the whole situation, right, was in the response. If if you are sorry, right, if you are sorry for what happened, you would have just you would have come out then. Like, firstly, you know what I mean you? I mean, you would have come out when this was circulated. This, this circulated for a good while Before she came out with her half-hearted fucking apology Right, so Yeah, if you really meant it You'd have done that You'd have contacted Misha B You know what I mean? You're not waiting days later This is the thing that gets me About people that with their bullshit apologies Like, they wait days, days, sometimes weeks later, and then go, look, I, I, you know, I, I'm not that person, and I wholly apologise, and blah, 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 it was misconstrued, you know what I mean, no, 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 because if you felt bad, you'd have, you'd have said something, you know, and granted, right, so this happened a while back in, in 2011, Right, so it happened then, so a good chunk of time ago, and it's just like, look, you know what you did, so the whole Jesus like, oh, if if the person I am today, you know, was there, this would never have happened because you know I'm more emotionally equipped and blah 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 blah, but it's just like I look, we often reflect on shit that we've done. So you would just be like, you know what, fuck, I can't believe I did that. Let me reach out to her and apologize for, you know, before this even happened, that you, if you really felt a way about that situation, you would have done that. And, And it's like, so you make this bullshit apology, and then at the end, you try and throw in a little Black Lives Matter, no, 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 no. Have that as a separate thing. Don't try and bunch everything together. What the fuck? It is, it's is ridiculous. It's pathetic. And I don't buy it. Especially, right? Because, hey, she gets called on the behavior, but then continues. And her and this fucking little w- Louis Walsh. Like try and double down on the shit And the thing the, So this is the thing right And this is the really interesting thing So Gary Barlow um, And he used to be in Take That right So he brought out a memoir I think it was last year Or, or recently anyway He brought out a memoir And in the memoir He talked about this Right Right he talked about this it is insane right and um <laughs> like oh man i it, it's it's baffling so this is what he um he said right, I think his memoir's called A Better Me, and he said, about half an hour before the show goes live, the producers would come in, and they'd go, oh my god, that Misha, she's such a bully, can't believe it, she is such a bully, in fact, you know what, you should say something, you should say it on air, you know, she's just bullied everyone, all week. Hmm. You know what I mean? How like how crazy so that was written in his memoir, and I believe the memoir was fairly successful. You know what I mean? Like from a member of Take That who were huge back. ...back in the day, and when they get back together, they sell out all over the place. So, yeah, I think, believe the memoir was successful. So, you know, hey, people, yeah, I mean, people in certain positions will, will definitely have had someone... ...feed back to them what was said, right? So, this was said, as I said, in this memoir, okay? So... It then makes you wonder, right? Because um, ITV, who you know that X Factor is their their show, so ITV have come out and said that they're looking into the matter, that they're investigating, you know, because they are shocked that this went down. You know, Europe is the. They never condone racism and uh yeah it, it's terrible right they said we're very concerned to hear Misha's comment regarding her experience on the show and um suppose they've reached out to her right so they've reached out to her and they've also launched an internal investigation it it's like what are you talking about, this happened live, it happened live, and you did nothing, right, a, a guy writes it in his book, and you did nothing, but because of the current climate, and the fact that this was all over social media now. You know what I mean now? You're like, oh shit, we better, yeah, let, let's say, you know, say we're doing oh yeah, yeah, we know we're looking into the matter, we're holding an investigation. Come on. Come on. Like, what is the um you know what I mean like Hmm. Come on. Do you I I, I I would bet that they come back and be like, uh, oh, you know, the findings are either inconclusive or we found no no uh instance of racism or blah 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 blah. Do you right? like is it's gonna be nothing. No changes are gonna come from this. So Let's just stop the bullshit. They had plenty of time to do something about it and they chose not to. They chose not to. So, what does that tell you, people? What does that tell you about motherfucking X Factor? Hmm? Yeah. Says that they're full of shit. Ugh. Right now, we're seeing a lot of companies scramble, right? Whether it's putting out their, you know, we support Black Lives Matter. Or they're sending um, emails about, this is what we're going to be doing uh, to show our commitment to the black community. The amount of those emails that have come through, you know, is crazy but you you knew we were going to see like changes with tv and yeah abc <laughs> abc they have come out and the next season of the bachelor is going to have a black lead yes they are calling it, you know, the first time in its history. You know, The Bachelor, ABC's hugely popular reality series, will feature a black lady. And, you're, like, what they don't understand is, it just looks bad. It looks so bad, especially the fact that, you know, the Bachelorette did the same thing in 2017. You know, they, they were like, oh, in the first time in our history, we're having a black female lead, right? So, they did it in 2017. The fact that The Bachelor, the main show, it's then taken that show three more years It's kind of like, huh, what? And the only reason this has happened, like, it's not like they were planning this. No, because the guy they've got to lead the show, Matt James, he was actually going to be a contestant on this season's The Bachelorette. (laughs) You know what I mean? He, He was meant to be on that. And then, you know, that got cancelled because of Corona. So then they were just like, oh, you know, all, all of this stuff going on. Ah, we need to pivot. Oh, oh, we need to pivot. And, you know, they'd, they'd had a big um, petition come through as well right, I mean, like, 86,000 people supposedly signed a petition, you know, so, they were just like, hold on, we've got a plaque contestant who is going to be on The Bachelorette, hmm, let's just move them across, that's all they did, that's all they did, it's just, it's just crazy, it is Crazy and just Kind of pitiful It's kind of pitiful You know, when you think about it And also Think about How, what's the diversity Of the contestants Right? How many black, how many Asian, you know, how many Indian, like You're like What is the the, You know, the breakdown of diversity for contestants. It's not huge. So, like, come on. What you're doing isn't revolutionary. You're not breaking boundaries here. You're you're scrambling to try and stay relevant. That is it. It, it it's insane. And You know like you talk to the people Involved and Oh man it's crazy Right so uh, Kathy Burke Who's the president of ABC Entertainment said When filming couldn't move Forward as planned with the Bachelorette we were given the benefit Of time to get to know Matt and all agreed He would make a perfect Bachelor <laughs> we know we have a responsibility to make to ensure the love stories we're seeing on screen are representative of the world we live in. Well, this has always been the case, but you didn't care before. You you relate. You didn't give a fuck before, so don't try and act like, yeah, this has always been an ethos of your show, but it's not, like, The Bachelor, you know, it, it, it's It been going on for a long-ass time, and, you know, they had a lawsuit against them in 2012, right, they had a lawsuit against them in 2012 uh, by two contestants, right, who, um you know, claimed there was racial discrimination on the show, right, and the lack of diversity was like a mandate from, you know, the the producers, right, and they lost that suit, but that was brought to their attention then, so still, after that fact, they didn't put uh, a black guy as the lead on the show. yo is it so for um you know Miss Burke to try and say it's our responsibility to make sure the love stories we see are representative of the world? no let let you know let's not make this shit up. It's embarrassing. You know, what we're gonna get is the 25th season, and this is the first time, the first time, you know what I mean, like, look, it's, it's been on since 2002, it's, it's ridiculous, you know, it is real ridiculous, I don't I don't know what else to say about it, you know, it's embarrassing, and, yeah, the fact that people, you know, try and act like it's not, come on, right, so, you've got the guy, right, Matt James, he, um, you know, he said, the casting is a step in the right direction, I don't think it's ever the wrong time to do the right thing, Come on man Like That was his moment He He's on good morning America And that's all he had to say it, it, It's like you had a platform To really break it down But you are that Like eager you know, You're that eager to be on the show That's what you're gonna say uh, it's a joke man It's a joke oh, But yeah Whoa the bachelor's now got a black lead Hooray <laughs> it Looks like racism is dead <laughs> Oh man Yeah Great times See people have been asking like, I keep on seeing the questions You know, why are people still protesting? You know, why does everyone think there's systematic racism? You know, why do people keep saying that institutions are racist? Right? The, people keep on questioning and people asking these things Right, so it's crazy, right? There's like everyone seems to think that people kneeling or throwing up a Black Lives Matter banner post that that actually means something, that that signifies change. Well, you know, there's got to be intent behind the action, and a lot of times this shit is done to placate, you know so, um, in New York right, a Lieutenant Robert Catani, he, um you know, he was out And there was protesters And they were saying, kneel with us Kneel with us So he took a knee Took a knee And everyone thought it was great Everyone applauded You know, took pictures Now What people didn't realise Katani didn't give a fuck And he sent an email You know Around to you know, his fellow officers later on, and, um, yeah, there's a transcript of some of this, because someone, uh, yeah, someone leaked it to the papers, right, and he says, um, the conditions prior to the decision to take a knee were very difficult, as we were put centre stage with the entire crowd chanting, I know I made the wrong decision. We didn't know how the protesters would have reacted if we didn't. And we were attempting to reduce any extra violence. One protester rioter who saw it would later think twice about fighting or hurting a cop. Right? So that's the... That's the thing But he, he says like I know that it was wrong And something I will be ashamed And humili- humiliated about For the rest of my life Now If, if you were down With ch- if change You wanted reform Why would you be ashamed And humiliated You know what I mean so, you have to think about these things. You really have to think about these things. Because, yeah, there's a lot of people that, you know, are acting a certain way right now. But, hey, they haven't changed. What's inside is still the, the foulness that always was there up until this point. Like other stuff that's happening So in northern Mississippi In Loundis County Right um, One of the supervisors There uh, they see, There was a discussion about moving a statue of uh, Columbus From outside a courthouse I believe And you know the vote, it, it, a narrow vote was to leave the statue where it is And, um, yeah This, uh, a Republican official, uh, Harry Sanders You know, he said You know, after the meeting, after everything went down Right um, You know other groups of people who had been mistreated in the past, like the Irish, Italian, Polish, Japanese immigrants, were able to successfully assimilate. But black people aren't. said, the only ones that are having the problems, guess who? The African Americans. You know why? In my opinion, they were slaves. And because of that, they didn't have to go out and earn any money. They didn't have to do anything. Whoever owned them took care of them. Fed them. Clothed them. Worked them. They became dependent. And that dependency is still there. The Democrats right here who depend on the black vote get elected. They make them dependent on them. So, it's attitudes like this, right? You have people in power that have these attitudes. And that's the issue right now, right? Like, you know, just that statement. It's like, oh, you know Making it it's like slave was, you know, the same as a retail assistant. Right, oh yeah, they were fed, they were clothed You know, they didn't have to do anything Okay, yeah Being a slave was great Like, what the fuck? But the problem that we're having Right, so some people are so comfortable So comfortable knowing that nothing is going to affect them That they can come out in public, and say this kind of shit, because, hey, where's the change, right, where's the change, because I know, if I stood up in the office, and said some outrageous things like this, I'm done, you know what I mean, I'm getting kicked out, I'm getting sacked, but what happens here? Nothing, because if you tell me someone with this mindset is then able to give any fair treatment, you know, make fair judgments, of course not, of course not, but, hey, still in a job, you know what I mean, still in a motherfucking job It is crazy, and this is the mindset that people are fighting against, you know, it's this, right, and, you know, I don't know if there's any change, I don't know if anything's gonna, you know, move forward, like, they're talking about police reforms, right, and you know doing things to kind of prevent a lot of the stuff that's been going down and so one of these is the banning of chokeholds right the banning of chokeholds and excessive violence and you, you people are being told they they should report these sort of actions but I don't know (laughs) if I'm, you know, misspeaking here, but I always thought that was the case, right? I always thought it was the case that, you know, you're meant to report your fellow officer if you find them doing illegal things, if you find them turning off a body cam, if you find them beating up. You know, someone who you've been brought into custody If you find them choking someone out And especially when it's obvious that that person can't breathe And isn't even fucking moving But, is that happening? No, that is not happening So, I don't understand what a new regulation How that's going to change this situation, right, because people weren't doing it in the past, when, you know, yeah, it's policy not to do those things, so why do you think, oh, we've we've put in this new regulator, that's going to change anything, because I believe, right, from what I, if I recall, I saw it earlier today, right, since George Floyd's death, and Brianna Taylor and Aubrey Armin's death since then, I think. Uh, man, I, I believe it's something like a hundred people have been killed by police, a hundred black people have been killed by police. So, even after. A lot of people being caught on camera. Right? Even after that. Shit ain't changing. You know? Things ain't changing. It, it, it's just. It's baffling. You know? Like. What, what's happening here? You know? What, what the fuck is happening? You know? Supposedly um later today a decision is going to be made if charges are going to be brought against the officers who killed Rashad Brooks right now that in itself <laughs> because i think both most people have probably seen the video like there was no cause for what the fuck happened right he should have just been left to go home, right? He's sleeping in the car. See, so he's not, he didn't drive the car, didn't drive the car. He was sleeping in his car. So, you know, the police have asked him to come out. He said, look, I've had, you know, two small drinks. So, I, you know, I don't know. But I live around the corner. I'm happy to leave the car and just walk home. Because I wasn't sure if I was going to drive anyway, so at that point, you know, the police could have said, okay, give me your keys, you walk home, just pop by the station tomorrow, and you can collect your keys, right, they could have said that, or given the keys over to Wendy's and said, hey, he's going to come for the car tomorrow, boom, that's solved, right? Because he hasn't committed a crime yet. He didn't drive the car. He didn't even start the car. You yeah. But that didn't happen. That didn't happen. So they tried to arrest him. Which is just like. Wait what the fuck are you doing. And. Yeah he tried to run. You yeah, He wanted to get home. To celebrate his little kid's fucking birthday. You yeah. Like, wouldn't you be worried if the thing you've been seeing on the news repeatedly for the last couple of months is black people getting killed? So, yeah, he he went to run. But where do you think he was going to go? He lived round the corner. Right? He lived And he kept on saying, I I just want to go home. I just want to go home. Just want to see my family. Right, so, that's where he was probably going to be going, right, he was going to be running home, so they could have popped by there later, or the next day, and had a talk with him, but you shoot him, you shoot him, Uh, he took a taser, which, do you think he knows how to use a taser, and the fact that he had his back to you. He's running. So how's he going to shoot the t- shoot you with a taser if he's not facing you and he's running? Right? But you shot him. And they're saying, hmm, should we press charges against those officers? God damn right you should. But the other guy still had his taser. Could have just tased him, boom, boom, boom If that's what you wanted to do But you chose to kill him There's no need for that There is no need at all And especially when uh, this, this is. I think it was this, either the same day or the next day, right? There's a video that was playing all over Instagram Because that's where I saw it Of, um, I believe it's a white guy right, definitely not a black guy, I believe it's a white guy, and he is drunk, the police come to him, and he, he's not, you know, he's, be, he's being threatening, but no gun is drawn, right, police got his taser, shoots him with the taser, the guy pff, just charges at the policeman, Right, doesn't seem to feel the taser, charges at the policeman, knocks the policeman down. I think he hits the policeman. Right? Then jumps in the police car. Still, no shots. Right? In the police car. And it's not like he drives off straight away. No, he, he's sitting in the police car for a minute. Then I I forget if it's he goes you know, takes the car at the officer first, but yeah, he drives off, right, eventually drives off, no shots fired, and do you know how many times we've seen those videos, we see those videos all the time, right, a white person, you know, can mouth off to the police, a white person can walk towards the police, right? A white person can threaten to police. Never shot. Never shot. But black people were shot running away from the police. Running away from the police. You're you're shooting people. So, how the fuck do you have to think about whether or not you're bringing charges Yeah, this is the fucking issue Right? This is why people are still protesting Because of this It's not a matter of Boom Those those police have been taken into custody You know They're suspended without pay An investigation is happening Boom, That's what we want to see Because it's, you know it's a crime. It's a crime. But nothing happens. Nothing happens. Still no information on what's going down with Brianna Taylor. Right? Still nothing on that. Like, wh- wh- what's happening here? You, you had the seven-year-old girl that was shot in her own fucking home. Right? Police stormed the wrong house. Tried to make up a story that the granny had a gun. Which is a lie, right? Then they tell another lie. Granny wasn't even in the fucking room. They sprayed as soon as they walked into the house. Shot seven-year-old through the head, right? And I think the last time I looked, that officer was was not arrested. So it's things like this. These are the changes. Shit, action like that needs to be taken straight away. Officers can't be allowed to be fucking free. Where's the investigations? Where's the suspensions? What's going on? These are part of the changes that need to be made. Right? So this is why people are protesting. This is why, you know, NFL and soccer players uh, are saying they want to kneel This is why NASCAR people are saying they want to kneel Because this shit isn't stopping You know, when's it going to fucking stop? Right, so I think one thing that needs to start happening, right? People be held accountable for their bullshit. And you know, people need to, you know, call out the bullshit. Right? Because everyone's talking about, oh yeah, I you know, I like that motherfucking video those asshole, you know, actors and actresses put out. Which is like, oh, I'm no longer gonna sit in a room and let this happen. I'm no longer gonna just stand by. So yeah, for years you've been assholes. You've now just outed yourself. Well done, motherfuckers. But um, you know, today, right? A uh, Nicole French. Okay, so on Twitter it's what Nicole underscore says love. Yo, she um she did a good thing. Right? She's in a Facebook group with I guess it must be I don't know production. It must be a production kind of group, something like that. Because in it a editor, right? A black editor, um, put a post up asking um You know, if there's other black editors he wanted to connect with, you know, network, I guess trade, I don't know, stories, get inspiration, look for ways in which, you know, they can maybe implement a change. So he put this in a group that was for editors and it went down, it went down. Right, because he was just like, uh, so this is what he originally said: looking for black union editors. Please DM me, you, um, me your contact info. Right, so that's that's all he wrote, and you then had all these, <laughs> all these other people, right, just with so much foulness. Yo, people like Nathan Lee Bush you he was just like um uh, this is what one of his original um, posts in this group. look what we're asked to tolerate. the people openly and proudly practicing racism are the ones calling everyone racist to shut them down. And anyone who dares speak up is cancelled, their livelihood and dreams stripped from them by the braying mob white people it's time to speak up vehemently against the anti-white racism so proudly displayed here and in the culture before it's too late this is about more than your career or the next agency gig this is about the country you and your kids live in free speech is a use um free speech is a use it Or lose it proposition Be brave and stand up To this intolerant mob Trying to shut you down It's now or never Yeah That's what this arsehole That's one of the lighter things This arsehole said Right There's so many messages Of hate so many messages of hate from people who are then going on about all the all the all the gigs they you know work on, like is what and the crazy thing is one is working for Shonda Rhimes, right? You know he's working on Grey's Anatomy and all big shows like that. So these guys, these are people working, right? These are people working. And someone, uh, a young lady, she was like, well, I've, you know, I might be new to the industry. I think she said she's worked in for, like, five years, right? She said, I have never worked with any black production staff in these years on all the all the places I've worked. Never black editors, or, you know. Other production jobs Never So don't you think it's time for some equality And yeah No one was having it So um, yeah Nicole She um, Yeah she aired these people out She put their posts on Twitter Right And hey If you're brave enough To talk this talk In a motherfucking group Yeah I think it's fair for you to be um, aired out Because, hey, these people are working on big shows You know, as I said, look, Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, stuff like that And they might be in position to bring in new people So, if they're only bringing in other white production staff Yeah, that's a problem, that is a fucking problem, and, uh, you know, it it, it shouldn't be happening, really shouldn't be fucking happening, and I think a great thing, right, so Ava, Ava Deval, it's Ava Deval, right, Ava Devonier I'm really bad with pronunciations at times But, yo, know, she saw what was going down And, yeah, she's like You know what, yeah, speak your speak But now it's out in the world And you don't get a, you know You don't get a gig You know why And a few other people have now, you know, said the same thing And, yeah, these are the changes, right, you you spit your racist, you know, your racist diatribe, that inner monologue, then, yeah, that's not, that's not wanted, that's not needed, that is problematic, because no one's asking for, you know, handouts, it's just a fair shake, that's all people want, a fair fucking shake, so, hey, good work, Nicole, good work, and hopefully, yeah, we'll see some changes, right, hopefully we see some changes, I have to say, there have been some discussions had, right, um, I think it was Sean McKeever I think it was Sean that said this, right? Um, I would ask him, but, you know uh, Time difference and all of that But, um, yeah, I, I think he said a few weeks back, right? That with everything going on This is the perfect time for people to change some of that bullshit that's going on Right, so, you know, like Washington Maybe change the nickname from the Redskins Change your logo, you know, things like that But, uh, I don't know, because from past comments I do not think they're going to do it Right, they should do it But, yeah, I don't think they are And, yeah, there's a few other other. You know, franchises with these problematic names. And the thing is, right, it's where was that rooted in? Because it, it, you know, it's not affectionate, it's not nice. So why stick with it? You know, plenty of teams have changed their name, changed their logos, changed their mascots. So eh, why don't you do that? You know what I mean? Make that change. Make that step. So, one, one franchise that is doing this is Aunt Jemima. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't think I would see this. But, yeah, Aunt Jemima, you know, the pancake syrup. They are uh, going to be changing their name. And changing their logo Which is I mean that's great Because it is some bullshit That that Had still been going on for all this time Right now The brand started in What 1889 So Yeah You can understand at that time (laughs) People didn't give a fuck But you know right now, it's just like, "How the fuck is that still a thing, right? How is that not being changed? Yeah, it's baffling, right? It really is, and um the- the funny thing is right the funny thing about all of that, so. When PepsiCo brought Quaker Oaks in two thousand and one, yeah, two thousand and one, right? So they could have changed it then, but they didn't, and you know their chief executive Raymond Laguter, yeah. yeah, well, their chief executive, <laughs> he he wrote, um. He wrote in a piece in Fortune, right? The journey for racial equality has long been a part of our company's DNA. Hmm. Is that so, Raymond? Is that so? So why the fuck did it take 19 years to do this? You know? If it's always been part of your DNA, like, surely someone would have seen that and gone, that ain't great, (laughs) maybe we should change that shit, but you're only changing it now, and I can guarantee if all of this, you know, Uprising wasn't going down You wouldn't be thinking of changing the name Or the logo Everything would be same old, same old And you know it But, you know It's good that it is happening It might be for some fake-ass reason But at least There is going to be a change So, yeah There's that, you know I will take that Right An interesting point Right, that I think We're gonna end on Is That So, George Floyd's Brother, Phileas Phineas Mm, I think it's Phineas Right, so He, um he put a, a, you know, he made a call out to the UN to do something about all the killing, about all the injustice that is going on. Right. So he he called for that. Now, interestingly enough, okay. So um, Burkina Faso called on a a meeting at the UN uh to kind of talk about just the unrest that is happening around the world because every country seems to have risen up and when you know when we say every country let's see you know the black people in every country you know Ah, uh, yeah, so, it's interesting, right, what, what's gonna happen, like, will the UN do anything, and I have to kind of think, probably not, right, because this is the thing, should it take, you know, some of your members to call for this, because if you are meant to be an agency looking to, you know, protect the undertrodden, you know, to try and fight for global change, you know, that's in their fucking remit, right? So if this is your remit and you haven't done anything, right? You haven't done anything. Even though it's your remit. Yeah. Makes me think to myself. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Interesting, right? But. I will say this. Because I feel we need to end. End. On a positive note, right? I will say this, okay. So the BFI sent out a letter. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I believe it probably just went to the members and the champions, right? So they sent out a letter from Ben Roberts, who's their chief executive, and you know he he's like. No. um all right well you know what I'm just gonna read the beginning right so it says in the week since the murder of George Floyd I've talked to many colleagues across the BFI about the need to address systemic racism and tackle our own institutional failings at the BFI we are united against racism but we have not been actively Anti, uh, anti anti-racist. I think that says. Okay. Uh, We know there are some long-standing and endemic issues within the organisation, which can harm people and undermine our values. Whilst we are not alone in confronting this truth, it is critical that we have uncomfortable conversations, not just with each other, but also with those who have been marginalized or ignored. So, yeah, you know, it goes on, right? And they then at the bottom of the email list a a few things that they're looking to change and i think one thing that is definitely interesting is one of the first points right and it's like um it says we create barriers by demanding work experiences not always available to people of color right so they're saying they're going to recruit review the recruitment process and make some changes and i feel that's important right Because this is the thing Trying to get roles, right, in some sectors It's real friggin' difficult And you can go on as many interviews You can have as much experience, you know, in your field And still not get a look in And you will never get those jobs Not unless you know someone You know, someone's really going to go to bat for you Or you just happen to come across someone That's, yeah, not got the bullshit in their hearts Right? So to get, you know, experience within the sector It's going to be hard to find Especially if you're of a certain age right, because now there are schemes, right, there are schemes, there are initiatives, but they're usually for 18 to 24 year olds, or, you know, 16 to 21, never anything older, so, you know, what happened to the people that missed that, right, so they cannot get jobs in these fields, So I think it's a good thing It's a positive change That they Realise this And yeah They're looking to um, Make some amends You know to their procedures So yeah I mean that's a a positive note To end this section Of the podcast Right So yeah You know even though fires are burning all over the place, hey, maybe the wind well, not a full wind, but you know there's a little a little gust that hey, if you stand still enough, you might be out to feel all right, let's move on to some other stuff. yo people. Everyone wouldn't in a doubt the last UFC fight night. They thought I V Calvillo wasn't a great card. But trust me, people, we had some goddamn fire fights that night, right? And yeah, chin check this week will be breaking them all down. So check out this episode. Uh once you've done with this, do you know what I mean? go share it with your people's have some fun and then remember we will be um you know predicting the upcoming blades the volkov card on friday all right so uh yeah check out this one and um enjoy it people have fun All right. So, this week I checked out the uh gosh. I think this is the the fourth iteration. Yeah, I think it's the fourth iteration of the Twilight Zone. That's right. The uh you yeah, know, it came out um April Last year, CBS All Access uh, was 10 episodes varying in length. I think maybe the shortest episode is like 37, 39 minutes um, going to almost an hour. So this new um, version, it's been created by... Simon Kinberg Marco Ramirez And Jordan Peele uh, Jordan Peel, Is also the Narrator on the series So he, yeah he, he talks the first and Gives a little You know blurb After a few Minutes of the episode And all of that Even appearing In an actual episode so, uh, yeah, the Twilight Zone made a comeback. And it's also been renewed for a second season. Which is meant to be hitting us towards the end of June. But who knows if that's actually going to happen know? Yeah. With everything that's been going on, I don't know. I don't know. They, they, um, you know, maybe they finished everything. But, uh yeah, I I'm not quite sure, but uh, you know it's interesting, right? So the original, um, the original Twilight Zone, nineteen fifty nine. That's when that shit first started. So you had nineteen fifty nine, then another version. You know the first revival, nineteen eighty five. Then it came back in, well, there was like a film, a kind of a short, a weird kind of one in 94, then 2002, yeah, it's definitely done the rounds, Um, with a lot of, you know, paying homage to previous ones, remaking episodes and all of that, which, yeah, that happened again, with this version um i think the opening episode is a kind of a, a a remake a little nod to a previous episode nightmare at 30,000 feet i think the other one was, the original was nightmare at 20,000 feet so yeah you have that and um i don't know huh like i i watched i think i watched most i think I watched nine out of the ten because I just couldn't anymore and it's not i wouldn't say that they're terrible like every you know every episode i watched it's you know the acting is solid you know the writing is solid your know, direction. All of it, it is they're well produced pieces of television. You know, it is you can't fault them on that granular level. It's just, I don't know. For me, um, it just felt a little flat. Everything just felt a little bit flat, like. You know, I would say even just the the, the, the narration and everything like that It, it didn't seem, you know, there's an energy to it Like for the most part, you know, that kind of, oh, you're stepping into the toilet And you're just like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen this episode You know what I mean, what new crazy tale are we going to get, ah, I cannot wait That's the thing that, you know, usually happens, but, yeah, this, this series, I didn't feel it I didn't feel it at all, you know, like, you'd watch the episode and there was just, there was just a lot of stuff happening where you were just like, but why didn't they, you know, like, why wasn't that done? Or, wait, the obvious thing would just be to, there was just these simple little things that were glaring, you know? You know, it's like sometimes you'll watch something and you'll be so crazy and you'll be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. That's insane oh my god, and you'll be so kind of blown away, overwhelmed by everything, that when you think back, you're just like, oh wait, hold on, they didn't, huh, yeah, they should have just done that, right, there might be one little thing, but it doesn't come to mind, because you're so engrossed with what's going on, but with this, like those those things, ain't they? Just seem so glaring that you're just like. But wait, what? What about? Well, that. You're like, in t- thirty thousand feet, right? Uh, he's listening to the podcast, but he doesn't ask. Anyone to listen, anyone else to listen to the podcast Or he just doesn't go Well maybe This is Oh I can't think of the word Like the thing that then The self-fulfilling prophecy You know what I mean? There's just a few things that it would just be like Hold on, hold on And he he, He's a journalist So, research is king, right? I mean, maybe not nowadays, but, uh, (laughs) you know Um, But he just takes the guy's word that he's a pilot Even though, like, he says some stuff that doesn't add up Like, the guy said shit that was just like, wait, that makes no sense So there's that That was just like Huh? In that episode Right? Which was just And there was a few other things in that episode It was an It was an odd one Then you have Like the comedian And like the weird thing I found with the comedian Was He had like The joke he was telling about the, is it the second amendment, the first amendment, like one of the amendments, right, Um, he told that same premise several times that we saw in the episode, and it never worked, never worked, but the thing is, what you usually do, like you know, what I mean, you of course you will try it a few times as is, in but in different places to go. Okay, well maybe that crowd. All right, let me try it here and see, but then after I don't know, three times, you know, what I mean, at least you would go. Okay, let me try and change, you know, just my. Intro into that bit Or let me reword that And you would look at that He didn't At no point did he change That joke Which seemed odd That in itself Seemed odd Then It's the fact that he just kept on doing it Like uh, More times than you would expect just kept on doing it, and it was like the thing he was told, like the thing he was told that he could do, to, which would get him to success, which was pretty clear. And then it was just like, wait, I didn't know, I yeah, I didn't know that that's what. I'm just like, well, mm, it was pretty clear. You could prove, like, you knew what was gonna happen at the very beginning when Tracy Morgan tells him the thing. But it's like. It it didn't have to be what he was doing with it. Like, that was the odd thing about it. There was it the, there was different approaches that could have been used that would have still kind of got him what he wanted. It was like it was weird that nothing else was explored because the other things were so glaring. That was kind of the odd thing. About that episode For me You know Like you then go replay Which is an episode That's kind of You know Definitely plays into A lot of Well <laughs> I mean to say it plays into what's been going on But you know To tell the truth It's shit that's been going on for a long ass time You know what I mean but the but the weird thing about that episode for me I mean, it was a few things, but the end Right? It was like, okay You got him to college But what about Like, why then is that stopping everything? You know, because you, you Were being shown the fact That it's systemic. You know what I mean? It's like whatever you try, these racists are going to be doing what they do. So getting him to college, the fact that you're saying come home every weekend, well, you don't think he is then going to face trouble like coming home. Like, that was the weird thing. It was just like, you get him to a place, and then what you're saying that there was never any issue after that fact. That's what didn't make sense there. Because, you know, we know that's not true. We know that, look, if these people have that agenda, it's not just going to stop. It's going to continue. And then at the very end, you knew what was going to happen with the little girl. like you you knew that was going to happen. It wasn't a big like, oh, man, I can't believe yo, what? No, you, you you knew what was going to happen, and you kind of suspect what will, ha- what will what happened, what we didn't see. You know what I mean? Like he leaves the house and it's just like well, okay. So, yeah. You know, what I mean? it was just a bit you know, on the nose, all of that. I think mean, one episode that was it was interesting, but like it got really interesting, but at the very end like 6 degrees of freedom. That was an odd one, because we have, like, all of this stuff, which is, like, it's fine, look, you, you can tell a story, you know what I mean, you, it doesn't have to be all flash, bang, wallop, bash, you know what I mean, like, you can have all of that build up and everything, but it was literally, we don't really, I don't know, it didn't get going until the end credit bit. Which was odd It was like So odd that Essentially That's the You know really the first time That that was kind of Really put out there And you're doing it In the end credit Like You, you know what I mean You just kind of feel Why wasn't there more Hints yo we we just got these oh, the person's crazy, but that was it, like the you know it just seemed like a weird way to tell a story, you know, and uh, like two episodes, well, you know, like blurry man, it was fine, but it just seemed. It seemed odd that she goes onto the set. That seemed odd, and the the real weird thing about Blurry Man is when you find out what Blurry Man is, it's just like, okay, so why would that have been like that then? You know, if you're saying Blurry Man is, you know. Then it doesn't make any sense. Why. Yeah. The, basically most of the episode happened. In the way it happened. I don't know if I'm missing something. But that's what it felt like. To me. It just felt like a weird. Wait what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you're saying it's this person. Then you can have weird shit happen. But why would it be. In the fashion in which you've just shown it. It doesn't quite add up. You know. Like. Not all men just seemed mad patronizing. You know. Like. When you had the guy. At the end just be like. I chose not to. And it's like. Wait what. Oh, so you're just saying that everyone else is an arsehole, but you chose to be a but like come on. Like, come on. You know what I mean? It was it was just a bit mu- that episode just was a bit much. Just a bit much. Because look, you could you can have it. But it has to be more. You you have to show more than one person going. I'm choosing not to be this, because not everyone's an arsehole. You know what I mean is just like there are arseholes out there for real. But the kind of habit, like, oh, only this one person chose. No, yeah, it was just a bit, huh, and. To have them run through the town? It's just like, wait, that makes no sense. Why would you be running through the town, putting yourself in that amount of danger, when surely there was better ways to go? You know what I mean? It just seemed like, it seemed like a real odd, a real odd situation, you know? And at no point, at the very beginning, she didn't even mention yo know, she just is keeping quiet and it's just like wait what's what's happening here you know like what what what's happening there's you know if you're putting these things in kind of the current times then you have to go well these events have happened so people will be more vocal on certain things so yeah i I just thought that I thought Not All Men For me was one of the More infuriating of the episodes Like Wonderkind Like Wonderkind Was frustrating from the point That The guy didn't question you know Like, there was no question of, what kind of person are you? There was that. And then, you know, when he's speaking to the colleague, it was just like, yeah, why didn't he do the same? Like, there was never a, a re- we didn't really get a real reason on why he stayed. Like... You know what I mean? There wasn't that. It was yeah. It was just. You know what I mean? I I I think, and that was the problem with a lot of, as I said, a lot of the episode. Really, that we you know they give they're giving us all these problems, all these issues, but they're not really answering. All the questions that the viewer would have. Yeah, you know, because that's what you need to do with shows like this. You know, when you're watching Black Mirror, yeah, you know, and we're getting these weird things happen, it's a bit like, you know, if you, see, if you think about like the pig episode, it would be like, oh, well, you would just kind of say, oh, he's. You know done the pick, Right maybe show a, a picture of it But the fact that he's like The condition was It has to be streamed So there's not really A way of Kind of getting Around What was going on You know what I mean Like the, the, A lot of the episodes We were given you know, the the, the the answers to the questions that we would have Like, but why don't they, oh, because of that And why, alright, oh, yeah, because of that But with this You know, there, there was You know, there was a lot of questions Which they just didn't even bother addressing So you're trying to watch this and you'll be like But it doesn't make any sense. Because this whole thing should be resolved. By just doing. Boom. So yeah. That that was my issue with the Twilight Zone. But you know. It's, it's, it's been renewed. A load of people watched it. Like enough people watched it. That then they released it. With all the episodes in black and white. So. <laughs> you know, obviously. Not. Everyone thinks the same way my stupid head thinks. <laughs> and um, you know, I as I said, look, they're not badly, they're not badly produced, you know, the acting is solid. Like everything is good from that perspective. I just thought there was just for me, there just seemed a load of holes in all of this. But you know, if the Twilight Zone is your thing, if you liked Um, The Outer Limits, if you liked, oh, there was another kind of show like that, right? Hmm, I don't know, I I, I can't think of it, but yeah, Black Mirror, if these sort of kind of crazy, anthology, sci-fi, you know, weird kind of shows are your thing, then, uh, Yeah, you'll probably want to give it a go, right? And as I said, look, season two is meant to be starting the end of June. So, uh, yeah, there'll be a lot of action for you to uh, pass the time with, all right? So, uh, yes, that's it. The revival of the Twilight Zone, people. Okay, so this week I read Little Fires Everywhere. This is by Celeste Nunk? Nunk? I don't know. It's NG? I don't know how you pronounce that. I don't know what that would sound like. But yeah, it's her. Um. Well, because, you know, there's a mini series now on uh, Hulu and Amazon Prime. And I figured, you know. If I'm going to watch that, I should do the book first And I've had the book lying around for a while Lying around is sitting in my Audible Uh, (laughs) You know, bookshelf as it were Uh, So yeah, Jennifer Lim was the narrator And she did a good job The gist of um, the book is this Everyone in Shaker Heights was talking about it that summer How Isabel, the last of the Richardson children, had finally gone around the bend and burned the house down. In Shaker Heights, a placid, progressive suburb of Cleveland, everything is meticulously, jeez, Everything is meticulously planned, from the layout of the winding roads, to the colours of the houses, to the successful lives its residents will go on to lead. And no one embodies this spirit more than Elena Richardson whose guiding principle is playing by the rules. Enter Mia Warren, an enigmatic artist and single mother who arrives in this idyllic bubble with her teenage daughter Pearl and rents a house from the Richardsons. Soon, Mia and Pearl become more than just tenants. All four Richardson children are drawn to the alluring mother-daughter pair. But Mia carries with her a mysterious past and a disregard for the rules that threatens to upend this carefully ordered community. When the Richardson's friends attempt to adopt a Chinese American baby, a custody battle erupts. That dramatically divides the town and puts Mia and Mrs. Richardson on opposing sides. Suspicious of Mia and her motives, Mrs. Richardson becomes determined to uncover the secrets in Mia's past. But her obsession will come at unexpected and devastating costs to her own family and Mia's. Little Fires Everywhere explores the weight of long-held secrets. And the ferocious pull of motherhood. And the danger of believing that planning and following the rules can avert disaster. Or heartbreak. So, um, yeah... That's it. I think the book came out in 2017 um, And the the series kind of, I think it was earlier this year So, I don't know man, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of people probably um, read this Because, yeah, I think the book won a copious amount of awards It's interesting in, um, you know, the bio kind of thing The synopsis, that's the word The synopsis That it's kind of saying that Um Mia You know, doesn't play by the rules Because Really When you break it down There's not many rules that she actually breaks You know I think the biggest rule Is Probably the secret that's probably the the main thing. There's not a lot else in in the story itself that's like oh, and she did all of these crazy things. Like she tells the kids about a prank that she pulled, but that's kind of it. Like and that was when she was a kid. So to be like oh she she doesn't play by the rules, mm. and then you know. Mrs. Richardson, I, you, you could say she plays by the rules, but kind of a bully as well. you know? What I mean? So it, it's very subjective, really. I mean, in the I guess, the context of the story that you want to tell, like that narrative works, right? And um yeah. I guess that's the big thing, you know, so with this, I would say that i I like the flow of the book i well the flow of the writing, you know celeste n g um yeah her, her kind of the way she writes, the words she uses, you know, it works, you know, it helps to tell this story. I Like, and the story itself isn't bad Right? It's not a bad story I I do feel that you do kind of know what's going to happen You know, like, there's certain bits that when they come up You're like, oh, well, obviously, you know Something off is going to happen like, the, I guess, the, the whole relationship between Pearl, Moody, Trip, you know, you, you get how that's all gonna play out, you know? And I think as soon as, hmm, well, I mean, I think straight away you know there's something going on with Mia and Pearl. Right, you, you know there's some sort of secret And How it's all gonna play And especially when we get to um, The whole baby situation Right, as soon as you get there I think it's um, Yeah, it, it becomes a bit obvious Right, and I when I say, I mean BB's baby situation You know, it, it, it's just like, eh, okay Right, because, yeah there, there, There's, I don't know, it, it's just the way that part of the story was kind of written The interesting thing though, right There's a lot of interesting things I kind of felt Because You had that, you had the BB situation That obviously kind of ties into the secret It's not quite the same, right? So, yeah, when you look at that situation mm, You know, it is a tricky one But yeah, it wasn't right what happened But the question that I thought was odd is the fact we never see mia throughout that throughout you know what happens we don't have her reflecting and i kind of feel there would be reflection especially with the end because at the end it's just like oh do you want to go and see yuri know mean? and it's just like whoa whoa if you know what I mean? you you Come to that, because hey, she didn't have to tell Pearl anything at the end, really, like you know, I think you could have played around the lines there, you know, drops a some of the story, but you know skirted around the rest, but she chose to tell it all, so you're kind of thinking, so there's been reflection. She's been thinking on the whole situation. So why wasn't that played out? You know what I mean? Like, we, we knew. it. You know, by a point, the secret is out to the, the reader. So you can have Mia reflecting on the situation. And it's odd that she we don't have that. You know what I mean? It, it, it's just like. Huh? But she would Like why wouldn't she be You know forming that Correlation between the two Incidents Because it would be there You'd be thinking about it Obviously right Especially if You know you've been moving around And avoiding places because Of that thing So there's that The I think one of the other big things here is the kids, because you know, I think we're told like they're not stupid kids, you know, like, I, I you know the only difference is I think it's just like, Moody isn't athletic, you know he's not a sports person, but the, like, yeah. We're not told the kids are stupid. So there's certain actions. That you're just like. well, well, Why isn't there more. Because they know. Like. Anyone should know what's happening. Firstly. Lexi. Like. Listen. I know it's 97. I guess when these things are happening. But. You you would kind of figure to go outside your own town. You know what I mean? Like, you, you'd you make a trip to the next town along at least to do some of that stuff. You're the fool, right? So, there's that. Then, at the clinic, when it's Pearl's name, right? It's Pearl, like, if Pearl isn't an idiot, Pearl... Like, you know, she must see what the fuck is happening. Because it's like, oh, Pearl, please, can you take me here? Oh, I just want you to come. I don't want my other friends to do it. Oh, okay. You know, you could, you know, I guess you could buy that. But then when they get there and then it kind of transpires what's been done. There would have been something. Yo, there was a little bit, oh, you use my name. But then that was it. And it was just left. And it's just like, huh? Like, because, you know, she's not tight really with Lexi. I mean, Lexi's done some things, but you know, Moody is the one she's the tightest with. So I don't kind of it doesn't feel that she would completely just crumble to Lex's whim on that and especially that you know what I mean it's just like what so yeah that all seemed a bit weird and again like moody moody seemed a bit odd because you know what let what um isabella Isabel, Isabella, you know, at the very end, what she says, you know, he always seemed the most empathetic of the lot, the moral compass of them all, so, like, I kind of think, look, I get the whole, you know, I feel hurt, right, but, yeah, I don't know, it doesn't quite play, beers. We, we we you know it's it's well and even if you know you're doing it like this, you'd at least have the whole kind of well if I'm not having it no one's having it kind of thing. Like there there'd be more things running through the head. You know there should be this kind of intern this real internal struggle, right? Like uh I wanna but I don't wanna ruin what we've God. wait she's with no like why why not me but it's just like well obviously it wouldn't be me and it'd be like oh uh, no 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 you you'd be te- maybe telling yourself that to try and feel better but then in the quiet moments you I know mean the real shit's playing out right and we don't get that and that's I feel that is a, um, it's a shame, right? Because that's, you kind of feel that's how it would be. And like, for it not to play out like that, for us not to have that narrative within the story, I don't know. It It just, you know, it just feels a little bit like, why didn't you do that? You know, why didn't you take the story to its full parameter? You know, the full scope of what kind of would have happened here. Like, err. Uh, you know what I mean? Because essentially, it's hard to really feel sorry for anyone here. Though it, it it's hard to really... Care for, I don't know, I didn't really care for the characters Just because We've got like These Rich people And they just, you know They're not getting the things they want Exactly how they want them You know, just the, the whole baby thing Is just a bit like Ugh It's kind of sickling you know, because it's just like, they've, if they've got all that money, the adoption process would have been easier. Like, it, you know, we know it would have. Right? And, yeah, they could have adopted from another country. But you know, there's, a, there's so many options that weren't supposedly there that would have been they've got money Like we have seen it on countless You know occasions It's not like Oh yeah it's an even playing field on that situation It's not <laughs> Like we know it's not So yeah it's it's just the kind of like Wait what? what what's going on there You know So we got that They didn't you know They didn't get their thing Like they had the baby for Just over a year It's just you know and the irony of it is like, oh, what's the first meal you're going to give the baby? Oh, mac and cheese. It, it's like the whole, well, yeah, you don't give a fuck about the baby's culture. You never did give a fuck about the baby's culture. Uh, so, like, you don't care about them, right? And the Richardsons, well, It's just like, oh, I'm protecting my friend, right? I'm protecting my friend, so I'm going to go and destroy this other. Like, it was a weird thing, right? It it doesn't really make any sense. Like, to go down that rabbit hole doesn't make any sense. Like, you're looking at it and you think, Okay, like, you want to discredit BB. Why are you trying to discredit Mia? Because it's like, Mia works for BB. So, why wouldn't she be, why wouldn't she tell her? Like, why wouldn't she, you know what I mean? It's like, you're helping your friend, she's helping her friend. So, the whole thing of, oh, I'm going to destroy her, was an odd It was just an odd kind of direction for it all to go in. Just to kind of get these secrets out. Yeah, it was like, huh? Like, why? And to go to the LEMPS... To visit the hair, like just all of that. And then, you know, at all the time, like you're having those parts of the story, and then we're just getting, oh, and she felt really sorry for them. And it'd be like, mm, but she, no, but she wouldn't. Right? They, like to have remorse, you wouldn't be doing those things. You know? Like, if you really wanted to kind of Have this thing unravel like that You would have to kind of For it to make any real sense To her, have her start it Have remorse and stop But because she'd opened up This whole situation Then it just takes on a life of itself You know what I mean? That would have been a bit more Okay fine But so, like, you can't have it like, oh, yeah, she feels remorse for these people, but then continues to do what she's doing. Because it didn't, yeah, the, the the want to do that doesn't make any sense. Just doesn't, you know what I mean? Just doesn't make any sense. It's just like, what? And then, you know, when she goes to the friend for the information, like, uh, just as soon as it's like, oh it's a call, it's gotta go downstairs. You're just like Ugh. It's just you know what I mean? It's just like you might as well have just written it how it was meant to go down because that was just I mean it's not it wasn't a great thread, <laughs> you know? It wasn't a great thread. So yeah, it's just like yeah, it, it, it these these Things and the parts of the book that just didn't really play out for me, like the sense of them were just a bit like, huh, odd, and you know, like the mere situation because on one hand you were getting told, she, oh yeah, she's just really immensely talented artist, and her work can get sold for a lot of money, but then it's just like, oh, and they can't afford a bed, and they, you know, they can't afford a sofa, and it's just like, wait, what is it, you know, either that she's mad talented, and she could, her work goes for a lot of money, or they're, or, or she's, she's a struggle, like, have one or the other, because if she's mad talented, and her work can sell, then, She'd have a... So, like, you know what I mean? You can have it that she's not into material items. So she doesn't want a TV. She doesn't want this. Blah, 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 blah. But to play it like they're dirt poor. It, yeah, just these things. There's a, they, they don't make any sense. Maybe I've missed... A lot <laughs> I don't Like I don't feel I did I don't think I, I missed parts of this story But yeah These things didn't make any sense to me And so yeah I'm reading a book and I'm just like Wait Why? Like huh? Hmm You know? And to have like Lexi and Brian split up, just the way that happened, and it's just like, and then it ends like that, you know, it's it's just, yeah, just these weird situations, right, it's just like you have to kind of flesh those parts out, like you want to have these things to carry the story forward to this next part Right, so you, you, so you had the pregnancy, and you had this, and blah, blah, blah. But then, what about the rest of that narrative? Yo, what about that? Like between Lexi and Brian, because it just kind of just went like me all just falls apart, and we don't really get a proper. You know, just a a, a look at that. Just that car bit and then, boom, it's done. You know? Yeah, I don't know. These are the... Yeah, as I said, look. These are the things that uh, didn't kind of play for me. But, look, I can see why a load of people like it. Yeah, for real. I definitely do. And I would say, like, fans of... Like an American marriage, you know? They they yeah. You they would like it for sure. Um then also, right, if you liked um Gone Girl and um Le- Leanne Moriarty's stuff, right? So like nine perfect strangers, um Big Little Liars is it Big Little Liars? They got the TV show of that on HBO, but yeah, I I think if you like those books, then you would be a fan of this one, right? So um yeah, there it is, people. Um, yeah, you know you might wanna I would definitely say go check it on um Audible. Yeah, I did like. Uh, the way that was kind of read and put together. So um yeah, little fires everywhere. Uh yeah, go check it out if it sounds like it could be your thing. Alright, cool, cool. Okay people, so We're drawing to the end of another episode So let's let's see what's happening in the TV realm uh, Before we go Okay, so It looks like USA Network Have renewed The Sinner For a full series Um, You know, it's their anthology drama uh, Starring Bill Pullman Who's going to be reprising his role as Detective Harry Ambrose And um, yeah, he's taking on a new case So yeah, fans of that Hey, that should be a pleasing thing to hear You know um, Yeah, I think we, we, we've we got the um, Derek Simmons is going to be the showrunner again So hey, there is that now uh, The people that brought the Recent um, You know From home parks and Recreation episode Well It looks like they're gonna be Doing their thing again But this time They're uh, doing a thirty Rock special um, So yeah You know, it's going to have I think it's going to have all the original cast uh, But it's going to be remotely produced It's going to be an hour And um, commercial free Right, so um, Yeah, fans of Liz Lemon Tracy Jordan Jack Donaghy You know you have got that to look forward to And um, supposedly there's going to be some special guest appearances And all of that But, uh, yeah No, no real word when it's going to be hitting But I imagine, you know, it will be at some point soon Um, yeah So, uh, Keep an eye out for that one. Alright? Uh so I I think this is slightly confusing, alright? Because Dan Hammond has signed a broadcast network only exclusive deal with Fox Entertainment. Um And as part of that deal He gets a full commitment On an animated series Which um, he's working on And will launch next spring You know, so No, sorry, next spring Next spring's 2021 No, this will be 2022 Um, So it's gonna be um, Created by Bento Box Entertainment They're going to be taking care of all the animation And all of that So uh, Yeah No word on what the series will be about And all of that But I don't know Like yeah I'm kind of like Is Fox Entertainment still a part of Disney? That I'm confused about Hmm Now What I do know Right Hulu and 20th Century Fox Television Now they're working on something Right So it's going to be a, um, a comedy series Supposedly Based on Action Park Which um, Yeah Supposedly Action Park is a New Jersey Theme Park That um, Has been notorious for uh, accidents And even six deaths Which Hmm <laughs> You know what I mean Like I don't know what they're gonna do with that But uh, yeah Supposedly it, It's kind of springing out of Class Action Park Which is a documentary That will be Hitting the air at some point soon Right, so um, Jason Winner and John Radler are gonna be executive producing the show Um, And yeah, I, I think the guys that did the documentary are gonna be consultants So, I mean, it could be interesting, right? But yeah, I wonder what kind of... How are they going to approach it? You know? Who knows? Alright? Well, um, Michael Keaton seems to be, uh, you know, attached to a new TV series. So it's called um, Dope Sick. And it's an 8 episode limited series. Uh, With a story that's um, Yeah, looking at the opioid addiction crisis Yeah You know Huh I mean Opioids are a problem, right? So I don't know Will it be as popular as things like Snowfall? You know, and stuff like that We'll, we'll see right um, But yeah Keaton is playing a character called Samuel Phoenix Who's an old school Doctor who approaches his Practice with kindness And compassion But finds himself Embroiled in Big Farmer's Deadly secret So Uh Yeah There is that to look forward to Um, It's supposedly Gonna kind of Be filmed along the line Of traffic You know so like Multiple locations And intersecting Stories But uh yeah We'll have to wait and see Um to see how it All unfolds But um, let's end with this Right So Shudder Has announced Right They've just announced That they have commissioned scripts For a third full season Of Creepshow Yeah Hey I know right the uh, second season hasn't gone into production yet Because of, you know, the, the COVID pandemic But, yeah, they decided, you know what Let's use this time and uh, try and get ahead of work on a third So, Greg Nick Nicotario, right He's going to be um, executive producing and show running and, um, I think supposedly it's gonna be based on Yeah, the original Giorgio Mario* uh, movie So, um, yeah, we got that Now, Nicotero had this to say about it Creepshow continues to be near and dear to my heart And having the opportunity to continue the legacy by developing Season 3 gives me the chance to work with some of the best storytellers and artists in the business. The stories we have in the pipeline for Season 2 are even more outrageous, more fun and capture the spirit of what George Romero and Stephen King started in the 1980s. Yeah. And you know Shudder GM Craig Engler said Although season 2 is on pause While we wait until it's safe To go back into production We wanted to use The time to start work on season 3 Scripts to let Greg and his amazing team Get as far ahead As possible So um Horror fans Ha you have that to look forward to You know what I mean And um hey, That's it for this week But also know people uh, We will be talking about A new um Shudder film On Echo Chamber tomorrow So uh, Yeah You have that to look forward to Alright people Hey, Enjoy the rest of your week Keep safe have fun And we will see you again Next Wednesday Alright my